I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. So I'm gonna share with you a really interesting story. This is a story about a guy named Greg Sini. Greg is a 56 year old man who is a beautiful family man. And he's someone who develops community living centers for people who are older, people with Alzheimer's and things like that. In this video, I'm actually going to share my screen and share a conversation I had with Greg, and I'm going to commentate on it. So Greg read my book, 10X is Easier Than 2X. This is my book with Dan Sullivan that we wrote together, came out a few months ago. And this book fundamentally changed Greg's life. And I'm not really showing this video to you for a testimonial. I'm showing this to you because it's a really interesting story, and it's going to have some really powerful applications if you can understand what Greg did. Basically, he's had his company for five years. They had one big property, one amazing community property. I think it had like 90 beds at the time. And so this was earlier in this year, at age 56, his goal, his 10-year plan was to basically develop two more properties. So his objective was to have three large properties, 10 million plus properties. And his goal was to sell those in 10 years, get a big windfall, and then do his next thing. Well, he read this book, 10X is Easier Than 2X, and ultimately changed his goal. Rather than going for having three properties in 10 years, he actually shifted it to having 10 properties in the next four years. And so he's about to explain to you what happened when he changed his goal and when he got super committed to it. Ultimately, quick punchline, in the last few months, he's already acquired two new properties and also he's got another potential four on the way. So he might end up finishing the year with seven properties just by changing his goal and his strategy, which is what this book teaches. And so I'm going to, let's just go ahead and go into this conversation. I'm going to have you listen a little bit to what he says, and then I'm going to provide some commentary. What was your 10-year plan? So from age 56 to about 66 or 65? Yeah, if I I ended up with three communities here in Central Ohio when I turned 66, and then I was able to kind of package that and then sell that, you know, off as a portfolio, uh, you get a windfall. And that's kind of how business works, you know? And that would be not so much my retirement plan, but kind of, okay, then what after that? Because I don't. I'm not retiring at 66. I'm, I'm just going to change what I do. Um, when I started, and, and conceptually, I, I love the idea that 10 times is easier than two times. It makes total sense, right? Because you're right. To grow 20%, there's a million things you could do, right? Whereas if I thought, okay, if let's just go with this. Let's say by the time I'm 60, which is four years from now, September 15th of 2026, I have... Instead of three building, I have 10 buildings. That changes everything, right? So then I had to say, okay, now I'm struggling to do development. So so basically I set my gaze on that, right? I'm going to do that. So he already had one building. He had one building and he just had a 10-year goal, which was that he wanted to have three buildings and then sell it. And later in this conversation, he actually said that he was planning on having about $3 million windfall come to him. Like obviously there was a combination of he had partners and stuff like that. But after he read this book, he realized that small goals don't change your strategy. They don't change your focus. And so he created a much shorter timeline. 
And so he's got like the next four years because he just decided to set it to his 60th birthday rather than his 65th birthday. And he decided to have 10 buildings rather than three. So much shorter timeline, much higher goal. He said it just changed everything. One of the things you will find and you'll quickly see that it changed is it changed his strategy. He was overly fixated on the fact that he had to develop the buildings himself. And that came from a philosophy. Often our strategy and even our goals come from our philosophy. And a big part of his philosophy and his wife's philosophy, who's an interior designer, is is that space matters. Like the space that you have, the environment matters. And so because of that philosophy, he believed that he had to develop those spaces. And as he explained, because of COVID and the difficulties of construction and things like that, the cost of developing buildings ultimately went up almost 2x. And it just made it very difficult. And he was not even on a path to achieving his 10-year goal, but then he ultimately changed his goal to 10 properties in like three and a half, four years. And now he had to become open to new strategies. And that's one of the key components of 10x thinking is, is that when you make the goal a much higher, honestly, seemingly impossible, and then you make the timeline really short, then that forces you into necessities, the mother of invention. It forces you into thinking in new and creative ways, new and innovative ways, and finding pathways and strategies that you would not have found before. And so he's about to explain what happened and how he ultimately was able to acquire two buildings in a very short period of time. Literally less than two months after reading the book and changing his goal, he actually had two additional buildings and they were profitable. And so he achieved his 10-year goal in essentially two months. So I'm just going to jump back in. Was there anything difficult about committing to doing that? Or was it just like, I'm just going to go for it? You know, I don't think there was anything difficult because... I know how this business works. And after I started thinking about it more, I was like, you know, a a 10 portfolio, 10 building portfolio is way more in demand than a three. There really wasn't a big shift there outside of me going, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. And I would say now that I, I can't believe that this has only been four months of my life. I feel like I've been doing this for 10 years already. Um, I guess I call it stretching time. Yeah, right. So at first I was like, okay, how do I lead 10 communities uh am, am i in, and i think and you my, had one so you had my, so yeah i had one so you have one so this is four months ago you have one i had one. your goal you switch your goal from acquiring two new buildings in the next 10 years yeah. to essentially getting to having 10 buildings in the next four and four you know what you're doing so yeah how, how do you where do you move forward from there okay so i'm driving to michigan with my wife and I just turned down my last kind of land deal because the guy wanted like $2 million for the piece of property plus ownership. And I'm like, we don't need that. And, and it was a good site and all that, but I was just like, no, I don't, we don't need that. And I'm and I'm literally talking to Lisa. I'm frustrated. Um, we're heading to a wedding and I'm like, you know what? I, maybe, maybe I just grow through acquisition. I never wanted to do that because I wanted purpose built dementia cares because space matters and how buildings are built matters especially with a disease like dementia and the building should be supporting care. And I didn't want to take somebody else's ideas and force my ideas in their architecture. But I said to myself, well, actually, Lisa helped me come to that discovery. And, and she's like, yeah, there's a lot of good buildings out there. There's a lot of great opportunities. There's a lot of good operators. Why don't you do that? And that second, I literally called one of my buddies that I knew had just purchased two buildings here in Ohio. And I said, hey, uh, do you know of any buildings in central Ohio that I, we could purchase? And he said, yeah, I passed up two because I, I, wouldn't, I wasn't going to be able to finance them. I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? And he told me the two markets they're in. And they were the exact markets I wanted to be in. I was like, are you kidding me? 
And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, how long after your chat with Lisa did you make this call? Um, it was a split second. It, it was, was on the same drive. It was on the same on drive. The, uh, he yeah. tells you that there are two properties, exactly what you want. Yes. Within minutes of us deciding that we're going to grow through acquisition, I had two opportunities on the table. So, and two opportunities in some of the most affluent areas of central Ohio. He ultimately ended up uh, getting a different opportunity, which was even better than this one, and ultimately ended up getting it. The challenge with the next opportunity, which was even a better deal than these two, was is that he had to actually get it done in 45 days. And that there was all sorts of impossibilities. He truly had to move mountains. He had to make the impossible possible to achieve the goal in those 45 days. Back to the point of necessity as the mother of invention, because he really wanted, because the upside was so high. And this actually fits with conversations I've had with Dr. Alan Bernard. Dr. Alan Bernard is one of the leading experts in decision-making. I also interviewed him for 10X is easier than 2X. But one of the things that Dr. Bernard said is, is that when it comes to making decisions, you want the upside to be so high that like you feel like you got to have it or it's got to be like so painful. Like the downside has got to be so bad that like you really want to avoid it. And obviously the goal is, is that you're moving towards things you want rather than things you don't. In a psychology stance, that's having approach mindset rather than an avoid mindset. But often if the stakes are really high and if like the consequences are really high, you, you will do it. And so that's why necessity is the mother of invention. But he ultimately ended up moving mountains. He ended up getting the properties 45 days later, less than 45 days later. So from reading the book and changing his goal and changing his timeline and then becoming open to new pathways, this is a key aspect of, of decision-making, of, of psychological flexibility, of having motivation and hope, is being willing to change your strategy. Often when you make the goal massively higher and also make the sh timeline really short, it forces you into the most effective pathways. Again, Greg was on a 10-year trajectory to get two more buildings. He read the book, changed his goal, and then acquired two buildings less than 60 days later. And so this is right about the time when I actually met Greg. So I actually met Greg not too long ago. Just to, honestly, it's been a week, a week and a half since I met Greg. And I asked him a question. He told me this story. He said, Ben, I read your book. This is what happened. I achieved my 10-year goal in like two months. And then after that, I asked him a question. And this is, I think, where he's about to bring it up. But I asked him the question. I said, okay, well, what's your impossible goal before the end of this year? And so then he took that seriously. This is one of the great things about Greg is, is that he actually ponders these things and takes them seriously. And so by pondering it, he actually wrote a list of impossible goals that he wanted to achieve before the end of the year. And now he's on a path to getting another four buildings before the end of this year. So he's going to actually go from one to seven buildings likely in 2023 when his goal was to go from one to three buildings over 10 years just by simply pursuing a much higher, seemingly impossible goal, finding the few paths that really matter and then putting all the energy and effort into those pathways. So let me go ahead and share this part. So you have me write this um, impossible goal by the end of this year, okay? So literally, I scripted it on Monday. And this was two I, weeks ago. I met you two weeks ago. This was- Yeah, so what, I scripted like, it- End, of, end of July, end of July, or was it even early August? It was early August. So yeah, it was, yeah this was like early August, 2023. Yeah, and I say, what's your impossible goal for the end of the year now that you've acquired these two buildings? Yeah, so the impossible goal was um, I want to acquire- three buildings by the end of this year, three more, I, three more buildings. And I want it to be in the number of 250 beds would be a good number. And then I have other things, personal stuff, writing books and different things that I'm going to do, but related to this, I, and here's the thing that is just, I, I don't get it. And I, I don't know if this is a higher power thing or when you just ask the universe, it gives. Um, so I literally forward, it's a list. I wrote this list. It's hanging on my wall. I forwarded it, copied it, sent it to my family. I said, all right, here's my commitment by the end of this year. 
The next day, my business partner calls me. Now, we're looking at a couple buildings, whatever, and I really like don't see a path to three buildings. Sean literally texts me. He's like, what would you give for, and he names off three buildings that I'm super familiar with. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, call me. He's like, yeah, I just got a call from my broker. We can buy these three buildings. What would you offer them? This was literally Tuesday. So I sent this stuff, this, this, this to my wife on Monday. On Tuesday, my business partner texts me and goes, hey, I have an we have an opportunity to buy three buildings. What would you pay for them? And I give a price and they're probably going to accept it. And so all of a sudden I'm like, this impossible goal is now, now I have like this, I have a way, right? And I just, I'm not quite grasping what's going on. It just seems like when I keep asking, it's like, it's happening so quickly. After he told me the story of how he got the two new properties and I met him in person, I then asked him, what is your impossible goal for the end of the year? And so he thought about it. This is one of the things that I invite you to do is I invite you to pursue the impossible because when you make the goal really high, it helps you find the few things that really matter. There's just a few things caught from the 80-20 principle. That was 20% of things that make all the difference. From a decision-making standpoint, you really want to put your attention into the few things with the biggest upside and you want to let go of all the stuff that's basically just noise. With Greg's old goal, which was very small, there was a lot of noise. He was going to be spending a lot of time doing stuff that really didn't matter. Whereas when he made his goal massive and honestly brought his timeline short, and then he became open to new pathways, he ultimately was able to acquire those two properties very quickly. Then I asked him, well, what's your impossible goal for the end of the year? So now he's asked, like, how do I achieve something impossible before the end of the year? As he said, it was three properties. He wrote it down. This is one of the things that I think is really important with this story. First off, by simply making the goal higher, becoming open to new pathways, he did mention also that he was very committed, that he's able to achieve the impossible. But then he went for it again. He wrote it down as he was showing in the video and he told it to his wife. He told it to his team. And then the next day, after setting that impossible intention, his business partner said, hey, what are your thoughts on these three properties? And his impossible goal before the end of the year was three properties. He just put an offer on it. This was earlier this week as I'm filming it. And so he's probably gonna get three more properties, but then, and I'm not gonna actually show it just to keep this brief. Another opportunity just came in, which he's saying is an amazing deal. And he's, he's already putting an offer on that. So he is likely to end up with seven incredible properties uh, that are in the realm of what he was looking for. He went from one to seven in this year. This is probably what's gonna happen. And he was on a former trajectory to have three in 10 years. And so I just tell you this to say, this mindset works. When you raise the goal, when you become psychologically flexible and open to new pathways, when you become willing to go nonlinear, when I say nonlinear, what I mean is, is you let the future dictate what you do in the present and you become open to new ways and new effective ways to getting what you're wanting to do. And also when you start going for the impossible, this fits a lot with the research by Dr. Alan Bernard that making your goal impossible truly does weed out the signal from the noise and it helps you find the few things that matter. There's a great quote from Dan Sullivan, which I love, and he says that your eyes can only see and your ears can only hear what your brain is looking for. And so a key point of all of this is by changing the goal, by making the timeline shorter, and by being open and honest, and by looking for those 20% opportunities, your brain will find solutions and opportunities and you'll start asking better questions. And also you will attract interesting things to you. And so as he said, he kind of got humbled. You know, he got spiritual for a minute because once he started looking for it, he found it. And so I just want to invite you, if you haven't yet done it yet, please read 10X is Easier Than 2X. I love this story of Greg. This is just a beautiful story. And I hope that you can take something from this. You can be open to new and effective pathways to getting to where you're wanting to go. And you can stretch your time and you can achieve your 10-year goal maybe in the next 10 months or less. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Please grab 10X is Easier Than 2X. Have an amazing day.